Welcome to the birth chapter. We're your hosts, Jess, a mum of two, passionate midwife and birth educator with years of experience in guiding new parents through their journey of pregnancy and childbirth. And I'm Michaela, a self-confessed birth junkie, motherhood photographer and mum of one. Together we'll bring you birth stories that will leave you inspired. From the moment you see those two lines on a pregnancy test to your six feet deep in the trenches of parenthood and all the nitty gritty in between, we'll delve into it all. We'll also chat about birth education, breaking down common myths and giving you practical tools to write your own empowering birth chapter. Join, Join us every fortnight as we turn the page on the birth chapter, a collection of stories authored by you. Welcome to the birth chapter. This is our first episode, which is very exciting. Um, And we thought we'd just give a bit of a backstory. So I think we just felt like there was a need for more birth stories to be out there. I think you've probably seen a lot with people coming through your antenatal education that people don't hear or see many birth stories other than what's on TV. Yeah. and so we want some real life ones yeah. out there yes, for people to listen to and yes. hear all the different things that can happen because everyone's story is so different. Yeah. And like, even if you birth in the exact same place, you mm. have the exact same plan and you know, it's always, there's always going to be something that's different about your story. Yeah. Everyone's pregnancy is different. Everyone's postpartum is different. Mm. Um, and we just think it would be so valuable for there to be... Yeah. All of this out there. <laughs> yeah. I think it's important for not only the person sharing this story because you gain a, a lot by actually yeah. unpacking your that's story. True. I mean, it's one thing to write it down, but you kind of go to another level when you talk, talk about, about it. And with someone else with as well. Someone else, yeah. As well as it's beneficial to like the audience, to the people listening to it. Um, yeah, to hear. And we just love a good birth story. So we're like, yeah. this is just entertainment for us as well. <laughs> Purely entertainment purposes. Like, you're really just please come satisfy us. our need to hear a good birth story. <laughs> so, okay, well, do you want to chat a bit about who you are, yep. what you do? I'm Jess, and I am a midwife and a mum and a um, antenatal educator. Um, anything else that I am? probably about it why multiple Wife, business owner multiple business owner um yeah lots of hats lots of hats yeah so that's that's me and how did you like what made you decide to be a midwife how did you end up there um so I kind of have always been pretty amazed by um the kind of experience of yeah pregnancy and childbirth when I was about I'm gonna guess 15 um my sister was living with us at the time and pregnant and I uh got to go along to her birth it wasn't like planned at all yeah it wasn't planned at all she was just there she was going in and um yes she was the dad wasn't involved at all so it was just like kind of us the family and so I ended up there in the birthing room and um yeah, it was a pretty, it was a pretty hectic, intense birth. Like it wasn't my calm water birth. Like it was pretty like hectic. But I left that experience being like, wow, that's amazing. And like I just thought of the midwife as like a superhero, you know? Like she yeah. was just like, oh my gosh, imagine being able to do that. And then from then on, I was like, yeah, I, I think I could do that. I want to do that. So I kind of delved more into it. It's not really a very 
understood career like it's not like you go to your careers day at school or whatever and Mm. you probably won't see the word midwife anywhere still people don't really know what to call it like I hear people be like so how did you get into midwifery I'm like okay it's midwifery (laughs) people but um yeah people don't really like do you go to midwife school midwifery Midwifery. um so then I yeah obviously did my research around it I went to a um like a the open day for the the polytech for um midwifery school um and in that open day they it was pretty intense they um said that like I was still in school at the time and they kind of said from the platform that we won't accept um school leavers really because they don't have enough life experience um and so I was kind of like is that why there's like so many older midwives I feel like there are not many there are more like these, really young there midwives. are more like since kind of like my year and then moving forward because like yeah there's there's more younger ones because I think they've realized that like yeah that's there's a stupid. need <laughs> <laughs> there's a huge shortage of midwives so yeah. we shouldn't really turn anyone down I do in hindsight I'm like I understand more where you're coming from now since doing mm. that degree you do get tend to get a lot of people that go and do first year and then they pull out because they're like holy heck I'm not prepared it is for intense. that I've got another friend who's just finished studying to be midwife yeah. and yeah she's like it is just the craziest honestly ride. <laughs> like still like probably like the hardest three years of my life it was so so hard and I just am like how, and we all still to this day like looking back on our degree we're like how the f did we get through that it's so hard um but yeah so I kind of left that talk to be like being like oh well well I can't be a midwife then um I was quite good at school so I was like quite good at like biology chemistry all of that and then in my head I was like well I'm just gonna go be a doctor like I'll just go be an obstetrician then like stuff yeah kind of yeah thing. I mean I can still be in the birth space but like, yeah 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 so I like fully went down that path to the point of like I had my hall of residence booked in wow. Dunedin yeah and like um, so you got in and everything yeah I got into first year of med yeah wow. I was all set to go and then like we we packed up my room at um my dad's house and stuff and then I just had a like a moment and my husband now boyfriend at the time was like kind of helped me along that process to be like is this really what you want and then through unpacking that no it's not what I want I wouldn't I don't want to do that that's not the space <laughs> I want to be in um so I worked in insurance <laughs> earthquake insurance I don't want to be an obstetrician because I would rather be a midwife so I'll be insurance yes, instead that story really makes sense oh gosh um that's so funny yeah well it's kind of like well okay what do I do now I don't know why like I'm so stupid because I'm like why did I not even try applying who knows but like oh well oh well it happened how it happened I would have <laughs> it's been... a good story <laughs> yeah to be fair if I'd have got straight into midwifery I would have been the brokest person that there ever has been <laughs> um so I worked for a year in earthquake claims insurance um saving money and I don't really know I kind of put it to the back burner and then um I ended up just in a convo with one of my colleagues about it and then she was like oh yeah like you should like apply whatever and then so we looked on the website and it happened to be that like 
the time that we were randomly thinking about it, the applications were closing like the next week or like, I feel like three or four this days. Part away. of the story is just like so you. I don't know why, but the fact that you like you're like, oh just look it up. Oh my gosh, it's closing a week. I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> and like if anyone has ever looked into like the application for midwifery, it's like a huge essay. It's like a big whole thing. Like you have to like oh, crazy. interview people that are in the profession. Wow. Like it's a big thing. Like a portfolio before yeah. you can even do it. Yeah. Um, so I did that and I, yeah, I got into midwifery and yeah, became and a midwife. And now here you are. <laughs> and now here I am, um, after becoming a midwife, um, I worked as a midwife, as an LMC midwife, which is, um, the midwives that work in the community. So I had my own caseload of clients, um, here in Christchurch and that was a wild ride in and of itself. Um, and then I also had my own baby, got pregnant, um, and I actually found it like I, impossible to re-enter back into the midwife workforce my without willing being willing to sacrifice more than I was willing to sacrifice yeah. I guess um, I'd have to sacrifice too much of my family and my styles of parenting which was a lot of bed sharing co-sleeping breastfeeding um, all of that which I wasn't willing to do I'm still not willing to do um, and yeah, I tried to get jobs at hospitals because like, well, maybe shift work will be easier. That didn't work either. And then I was just kind of stuck. And then out of that place, um, I kind of was like, felt like, oh, well, I've got these skills. Yeah, how can you knowledge. use them? Yeah. And then I'm just stuck here. Um, how do I help people? And then I don't even know. I just remember sitting on my lounge room floor one day and it just all falling into place. Someone had told me, like, maybe months ago, like, oh, what about getting into antenatal education? I was just like, nah, nah, because it didn't just, it didn't click for me. Because I was like, oh, there's just so many people doing antenatal education. Why am I different? And then just one day it just clicked and I just knew what I could offer people that, and I knew that it was needed. I just kind of yeah. saw the gap and was like, oh, like, there was a lot of reflecting back on my own experiences and being like, yeah, a huge part of it is like, I left birth feeling so empowered and on top of the world and I was saddened by the fact that it's not everyone's, not everyone's experience, experience. Yeah. yeah and I was like you don't have to have like this perfect like none of my births went to plan exactly but like you don't have to have this perfect kind of birth experience to have that um to leave that birth feeling, feeling yeah. really empowered um so that is where authored started which is the name of my kind of um antenatal education space i don't really like calling it a business as such um <laughs> because yeah it kind of exists to community. yeah community exists to empower support people along the pregnancy childbirth motherhood journey yeah, so started out my antenatal education classes probably two and a half years ago now-ish. Um, and that's what I do. I teach in-person classes. Um, and yeah, absolutely loving it. Um, yeah. And that's how we know each other. And that is how we know each other. That is a good segue. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great segue. Because I did your class. Yes. That's how we met. Um and then we just clicked because I love birth and you love birth. <laughs> and we were like, we both love birth so much. <laughs> yeah. Basically. It's funny, I remember even the sessions being like, it was something about like looking at, like talking about, and maybe it was like the session that I do on like 
the perceptions of birth have you seen like I break into groups and like have you seen any birth oh, yeah. etc and I remember you might have said something like oh, I follow all these Instagrams of like, <laughs> I was like I, I watch, watch birth, birth videos, videos for fun <laughs> hi I'm Michaela I watch birth videos for fun yeah literally I remember when I first discovered like birth stories and videos and stuff and I was just like wow I'm mm. like obsessed <laughs> it's pretty crazy as someone who hasn't had a baby to mm. be like I, don't it is know, actually, I think it's quite unique yeah but I actually was going to be a midwife mm. as well <laughs> and then um yeah like right up until year 12 I was like yeah I'm gonna be a midwife gonna be a midwife I hadn't even looked into the process so mm. I had no idea about all of that but um my sister knew someone who was a midwife and she was like oh like chat to her and I was like yeah cool um and then I'm pretty sure that the reason I didn't go down that route in the end probably a couple of things but um I was chatting to I won't say who but I was chatting to someone an older person in my <laughs> life um and she basically was like you you won't get in like there's no way you'll get in like you're not good at science and like all that kind of stuff which I know that science is not my strongest so especially mm. like chemistry and physics is mm. like no way mm. but I was doing bio and I was kind of like I was like I could do that like that's fine mm. and then the only other thing is that I was like oh I don't know about like the lifestyle of it and yeah I think that kind of put me off a little bit as well but yeah I definitely like she was very like nah I wouldn't even bother trying which is kind of sad because I don't, I don't know if I would have ended up doing it or not, mm, but... Um, interesting. Yeah, so I think that's where it sort of stemmed from me being really interested in birth, and I don't know where that came from in the first yeah, place. I don't know. I don't place. know. I'd have to, like... Yeah, I'd have to think about that. I don't really know. But, um, yeah, so then I didn't be a midwife, and instead I became a teacher, mm. <laughs> which is still working with kids, but it's <laughs> quite different. Yeah. Um, and... And then, like, I've always wanted to be a mum, so now I have my own baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so now I'm not teaching, and I'm now a photographer, and I do newborn maternity mm. sessions, family sessions. The newborn sessions are probably my favourite. Mm. I'm like, it's such a privilege that people welcome me into their space yeah. after just that having a baby. Mm-hmm. And often, like, I'm meeting their baby before family is, you know? Like, yeah. that's quite crazy. But, um... But it's like, yeah, it's very special. And often, just about always, babies are about seven days old when I go in. Yeah. Um, yeah, so cute and squishy and like mm. sleepy. It's great. <laughs> it's like lots of like baby snuggles. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm still like involved in, I guess, in a way through that. And yeah. like my dream would be to be a birth photographer mm. um, so that I'm even more involved in that sort yeah. of birth space. Um, but at the moment, with having a mm. almost one-year-old, it's just not really ideal. Yeah, it's not um, ideal, is it? Being that on-call life. Nope. I just, yeah. So that's maybe a one day in the future. Who knows? But, Do you think um, you'd ever revisit like, midwifery? I've thought about it, but I just don't know. It's just, I think it'd just be too much with kids. Mm. And I think by the time it would feel like it could fit into my life I'd probably be like it's it's not worth it now not worth it now I don't know you'd be like what 40 (laughs) yeah (laughs) probably I don't know we'll see 20 years until 60 I mean we'll see maybe I will suddenly like I mean part of me is like will midwives even be a thing by then oh who knows let's not get started on that conversation but you know it's like I feel like midwives are very sadly Mm. dwindling and 
Mm. Who knows what that's going to look like in the future. Yeah. But you could do it and then, like, just to, like, get the degree under your belt. Yeah. And then... Um, and it'll just come work for you and teach classes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, well, like, you know, because I don't plan on taking on any kind of caseload until a very long time. Yeah. Um, do, like, bits and pieces or, like, do... Um, part-time shifts at a birthing unit yeah those kind of things i don't know yeah i feel like the birth photography route is probably the more likely thing to do because then mm-hmm. i still get to be at the birth but i'm yeah. not like responsible you know <laughs> yeah yeah that is kind i think of like i think it's like the best of both, of both worlds. worlds yeah and like i've obviously already got the photography skills so it's like wouldn't be hard to enter that yeah. i honestly kind of dream of being a doula a little bit yeah because i was like hmm you just get to go there. Yeah, and, and be part of the experience yeah, and, support. like, support. You don't have any of the admin of writing notes. You also don't yeah. have people, like, coming back on you if anything goes wrong. Mm. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> yeah. That actually sounds quite ideal. I'm interested to see if doulas become... I feel like they will, and they are, becoming more of a thing in Yes, New they are. I feel like they're very... A, like very American They're, everyone thing. in America has one because their maternity system is a lot more fragmented yep. so people want this continuity and yes. I think in but New we Zealand, don't need that here because most people here have a midwife yes. and so you have that continuity but I think we're going uh, slowly our care yeah. is breaking because yep. we don't have enough midwives so I think as it starts to break people the are like for a trying to more. cling on to someone yeah. who's going to actually be there the whole way through and advocate for them yeah which because be if you haven't given birth Mm. It's really hard to advocate for yourself during birth. Yes. You need someone there who knows what you want. Exactly. Because, you know, when you're having a contraction, there's no way you can have a conversation. Yeah, no way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then... I think that sort of sums us up, really. We're excited about this podcast. Yeah. Really excited to hear some people's different experiences with birth. Yes. And, yeah, can't wait for you to join us. Mm-hmm.